Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Geek Fluent Minicast, recorded live here at EMC World. I'm here with my old friend Stefan Voss, here at the EMC Data Center and the Solutions Expo. Stefan, why don't you introduce yourself and your role? Yeah, thank you David. My name is uh, Stefan Voss and I head up uh, technical marketing for Core Technologies. So part of the, uh, one of the big BUs in uh, you know, at EMC. So, for those of you who are listening to this later, you can't see this, but there's a very impressive setup here on the floor. Um, they've actually put a raised floor data center in the middle of the show floor. What's some of the stuff you've got in the data center here? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is a fun project we do uh, pretty much every year. And what we try to do is we really want to show the portfolio, you know. So, I've, for those of you who followed sort of the David Goulden announcement, we kind of group it into four high-level buckets. Uh, you know, sort of performance-optimized, a platform two platforms it's year of all flash so we have a lot of uh, systems there that are all flash vmax the new unity uh, of course we have a vblock convergent infrastructure is huge we have the capacity optimized right so that gives us sort of the the backup continuum if you will data protection continuum and of course we have you know everything optimized for the uh, platform three world as well so scale io ecs isilon a bunch of other exciting stuff uh, exhibited so which, uh, which V-Block do you have here? I mean, I know there's a new V-Block going to be coming out, but yeah. with, with Unity, that's going to be the 350, that's but correct. it's not, not quite available yet. Yeah, we which, you know, Unity's brand new, yes. of course. Yes, yeah. So we try to kind of put one together. It's always a little bit uh, logistically. It is available, but it, you know, we couldn't quite get it here into the data center today. But we do have the V-Block 740, so that's the VMAX based. Uh, and we also have, you know, the VX rack. And uh, you know the VX rail is uh, dis uh, dis displayed right a couple of blo blocks away, so to speak, right? But yeah, we have a good representation, you know, really of you know sort of our platform two and platform three sort of uh, converged infrastructure options, right? Which is kind of nice. So you know, following on the theme, you know, I've been impressed with Unity. I love how small it is, yeah. actually, and how much you can fit in a small space. So I got shown through the tour over here a little earlier before I, we recorded this, and. There are actually five Unity arrays in a single rack here now. And I don't mean five shelves of Unity. It's actually, you know, five controllers each with a couple of disk shelves. I mean, yeah. and that's the beautiful thing about this, yeah. you know, how much you can fit in a, a small space. Yeah. You know, looking around here, yeah, I can see, you know, just from here, we've got the All Flash VMAX there. Mm -hmm. Now, are you seeing a lot of traction with the All Flash VMAX? Is that something people are really. Customers yes. are going for yes. I mean, uh, you know, we, we we obviously it's always it's. I wouldn't say it's a gamble, but you never quite know when you know we really come out with something that's um, you know like that has this kind of uh, demand right in the market. We all see the transition, uh, but we've seen a lot of uh, demand, a lot of success already. Uh, the orders are trickling in, so it is popular. It's just validating that that's what level of simplicity, you know, that, that customers are looking for, right? All Flash makes things a lot simpler. We're leveraging supply-side innovations, 3D NAND, um, you know, and we're able to match that with, uh, you know, sort of the data services like SRDF, right? What's not to love? Well, I mean, yeah, and VMAX and Symmetrics, that's been the workhorse of the EMC portfolio for right. years. And so... You know, people come to defend that, and then you've got your customers who are going to want to be in the emerging technology, want to be on the cutting edge, things like Extreme I.O., sure. but customers who are concerned about the newness of that but still want the performance of all flash. Yeah. You know, you get your zero downtime solutions with the... Agreed, and this is kind of how we do it from an EMC IT perspective as well, so the, what we run our SAP environment on is uh, pretty much SRDF, which just happens to run on a VMAX, right? So. 
Uh, and it is really for that business critical uh, system. So we don't want to ever not be able to take orders, right? Or quote things and uh, the vehicle for us to meet that, um, you know, zero downtime requirement is essentially, you know, SRDF, right? So we have options, right? And with Extreme IO, of course, you know, we, we pick off very nice use cases, uh, especially when you have a lot of copies, right? So, you know, it's good to have sort of these options in our toolkit, so to speak, right? Yeah. So that, that plays into one of the other things that was announced yesterday in David Golden's session, the EMC copy data management. Yes, yes. So copy data and copy data management has been this weird, fairly new buzzword in the yeah. Maybe in a year, year and a half, you first start hearing it, mostly from small startups. And I think everybody gets a little confused as to what it actually means. So when you see a major vendor like EMC suddenly saying, hey, we're getting into copy data management, all of a sudden, hey, that to me, that's, you know, signaling to customers some validation of the idea. Yeah. So have you had any chance to get hands-on with that, that yourself? I mean, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, so there's a couple of things going on. We are absolutely seeing that that pain point, right? And, and so at a, at a basic level, if you think about you have an Oracle environment, right? And I have a bunch of copies, not only multiple instances of the primary, but let's say I have hundreds of developers. I'm a good problem to have, I get it, right? They come back from Oracle Open World. I need a copy, I want it now. You know, the solutions that we see in the market, they're not exactly the most agile, right? So it may be taking a while for me to get the copy that's a that's a replica, if you will, of the production environment so I can do my thing. So, the, you know, to be able to get those copies in real time is, is a key sort of value. Now, when we do that, um, you know, we also want to make sure that there's no performance impact on the production environment, right? Um, so there's always these trade-offs. We also want to make sure it's efficient. That's one of the things that Extreme IO from an architectural level has done very well, and we obviously can address with the VMAX as well. So scale-out architecture, benefits of flash, making copies available instantly, right, um, is right. a real value. And, and the, the built-in deduplication. Correct. If I'm going to have multiple copies, if I can actually make that a, a virtual pointer-based copy. That's right. Hey, exactly. you know, I could have 10 copies of the data. Well, if each copy only changes a couple percent, I yeah, don't actually need yeah. 10 times the space. Completely agree. I mean, customers are looking in DBAs, right? They look for a bunch of things, right? Always on, of course. Uh, performance management is a pain, but consolidation everybody wants to do. And so if you think about it, when you apply this to the, the amount of copies, in addition to the primary instances of the databases, you're really compounding your benefits. And that's exactly right. It's a, just a logical representation that doesn't consume space other than the unique data. You know, so back in my sysadmin days, I worked with several DBAs, and they they were just used to doing things their way. If they were going to do a schema change on the database, they'd take they just make a cop, just type a CP command, make a copy of the database before they did, just in case. Yeah. Now, most of the time, they'd forget to clean up afterwards. But even when you gave them, you know, tools to say, hey, look, you know, you can just take a snapshot, and we could restore easily. They were still used to doing it their way, and so it was hard to get the adoption. So I think to make the to get this to work, you've got to make it easy to use. Yes. Because otherwise, nobody's going to bother because they already know how to type CP on the command line. So they'll just do that if you got to go through this. So what, what's built in to make, you know, to encourage adoption? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we kind of covered a little bit the um, sort of the, the, you know, the architectural requirements, right? So none of, none of the orchestration or management orchestration really matters. Uh, if you don't have the underlying architecture, right, if there's too many trade-offs, so at least we can kind of quote-unquote check the box there. And you raise a good point, so, um, you know, how do I expire copies? How do I have that handshake, right? So, you know, tools like AppSync obviously will allow me 
to then uh, you know have a management and orchestration layer uh, at the basic level, right? As a, as it relates to the snapshot, the pointer-based snapshot technology that we love and you know uh, and leverage, right? And then you know kind of what was announced yesterday is sort of uh, one step beyond that, which is can I also expand this view to not only include you know copies on the primary storage side, but also in the backup environment as well which is quite cool. So if we can crack that nut, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, we have a sort of a possibility of getting our arms around these copies, right? I guess I don't know what the statistics are, but you know, on average, like 40 plus copies per primary instance of data. So it can be a little bit of a nightmare. Can I I, I think you get up to 40 if you include backup sure. in, the, in the copy. That's I think right. most environments, you probably don't get as high as four. Yeah. Although I'm sure there are some, particularly yeah, yeah. if you have a whole team of developers because everybody's doing their own thing right. on their own instance of mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. and everybody wants that access and yeah. you know you want to enable your developers to be able to get work done you sure. want to be able to provide that copy absolutely but if you can do it without having to you know buy 40 storage arrays you for sure you'd prefer that exactly yeah that would <laughs> oddly enough customers yeah. prefer Strange. not spending more money than they have to it's weird we just we just cracked the code here. Funny how that works. Stefan and I have figured out marketing 101 <laughs> right here, live in EMC. Um, Fantastic. No, I, yeah, anything you can do to, to increase those efficiencies. But but I think, yeah, in the past, some of the getting the, the DBAs or the developers to adopt it has been hard because you've got to give them easy access to it. That's because true. They've got a faster, easier way to do it. If it makes more trouble for IT, they don't care about that part. Sure, That's absolutely. not the part they see. They see their own deadlines, their own, yeah. their own piece. So when you can make everything work for everyone. I mean, we try to, I mean, to that, that's a very good point. I mean, we try to do what, you know, uh, we, we try to create these hooks, right? So to also empower the DBA, right? So the things we do is, you know, our man backup straight to the data domain. Uh, but also, you know, we talk about performance, um, you know, correlation. So it's great that you're going to give me a low latency. It's a year of all flash. That's awesome, right? But how do I make sure that the database, to stick to that example, actually sees the benefit of that performance? And so that's not trivial because the bottleneck could be somewhere in the in the stack. So you know, there's a couple of things we do. Um, uh, so. On the VMAX, we have a hypervisor, right? So we have the ability to run services, and uh, one of these is Database Storage Analyzer. I don't know if you've heard about it, but essentially it runs within the uh, management interface, and a DBA can actually log in, get login credential, and it's a sort of single pane of glass that gives you a correlation between response times at the database level as well as the storage level. So, you know what? If your uh, SLA, if you will, for the database sucks, um, you know, now you can see, well, is it, is it, you know, because the excessive CPU wait times at the host, or is it really the storage array, right? And that's a really, when we show that at Oracle Open World, they love it. I mean, they could care less about the speeds and feeds, but, you know, this is an area where, where you know, you kind of, aha, I get it. Right, where oh, they can break it down and find exactly what's right. going on inside the system, because it's easy enough to see, hey, I'm sitting here, and I hit enter, and by the time I get a response back to that query, it's slow. Sure. Okay, but... You know, that query, you know, they, I've got my local app, I'm going out over the network, I'm now connecting to the database yeah. server, the query, the storage itself, so many layers and so many pieces. Correct, correct. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, that's the thing, right? Just making it fast is often not enough. You kind of want to have the event correlation because there's always something and being able to troubleshoot and get that SLA back on track is goodness because that saves time for the DBA. They'd rather innovate, right? Than well, and, and it's a key right, thing so. to, to have you find out is, you know, is the problem that 
hey, somebody else is doing some high activity right. on the same storage volume, or is the query we've written poorly coded, right. and we need to exactly. change that. Exactly. If, you, if all you get is slowness and you're not aware of anything else going on, you have no idea what to do. Correct, correct, correct. Anything that can give you that visibility is going to be key to, you know, root cause and solving it. And then the other side, I mean, since you mentioned, I just wanted to be mindful, right, threw it out there, is you know, how do I enable the, the DBA to kind of manage, right? So can I do database as a service and we continue to work on that as well? So running out of, you know, Oracle Enterprise Manager to kind of provide some of that, <clears throat> excuse me, some of that um, flexibility is, of course, what we're working on. I mean, we don't want to necessarily open the keys to the kingdom because we can't overburden the DBA to become sort of storage experts, but we can empower them to create you know, copies and uh, get better visibility, create the backups. I mean, that's that's the idea. Well, and that's where you really want like roles-based uh, access control sure. and things too, because you want to protect you from yourself. You know? exactly. exactly. I should not be allowed to delete my own my own production database. Correct. I might be as the DBA allowed to replace it with another copy, right. but actually wipe it out, no. No, that, exactly. That I shouldn't be allowed to do. <laughs> or not without oversight, or at least it coming back and saying, are you really sure? You know, your job's on the line here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always thought that's the best application for AI, is going to be the user interface, because there are times when I say delete this, I don't want it, I, I want it to just delete. There are times I want it to ask me, and there are times I want it to refuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Say, no, no. You spent six hours working on this. No, I'm not going to delete it. Exactly. You're going to regret this in the morning. So we've got about a little over a minute left now. For you, you know, is there a personal favorite of the thing you think is coolest that's been announced here at EMC World? Well, you know, there's so much cool stuff. I mean, I have to tell you, maybe it sounds tongue-in-cheek, but I mean, I am very, very proud of sort of the portfolio, right? Hey, innovation can actually happen, you know what I mean? And you know what the, the mid-range team pulled off with Unity is, is just awesome, right? I mean, they are so proud and energized. You can really feel the energy, and that's great. I mean, so for me, that is probably the single product highlight. But you know what's even better than that is is really that we have a strong portfolio of products to modernize the data center, right? That's awesome. So if you want to hear more from Stefan, you can follow him on Twitter at VossManVoss. And uh, Stefan, this is great to see you again as always. I'm glad we got a chance to do this. Thanks for taking the time. There's been about uh, seven people who are working this this data center have all come over trying to get Stefan's attention and then saw that we were recording and immediately backed off but tried to wave to him from the background so Stefan's going to probably rush off and solve about 16 different problems right now thanks for everything and uh, we'll talk soon thank you David take care always a pleasure